The Breakfast Flakes podcast brought to you by the Blue Cat Bar and Grill. Next to the Roadside Event Center in Huntley. The Blue Cat. It's where it's at. And that is going to be the problem in our area is being able to get to the places that can use the help because the high water, the bridges uh, washed out, roads washed out. If you've ever seen one of the videos where they tell you not to drive where there's standing water because you don't know what it looks like underneath, and then it dries out and you see it's a 20-foot hole that's been carved out there, so you got to be careful that way. And, you know, we're not done with the flooding yet. Uh, From the Stillwater County News, rescued 68 people from the Woodbine Campground and surrounding area. Got them out by raft. Everyone in the affected flood path is accounted for to the best of their knowledge. They'll be assessing the loss of homes and structures when the waters recede. Closures include Lover's Lane, West Rosebud to Mystic Lake, Fiddler Creek Road to Highway 419, Nye Road at Cater's Camp going south, Stillwater River Road. Stillwater River Road Bridge is washed out. Spring Creek Road to Stillwater River North. Johnson Lane towards Stillwater River North. Miller Road, Stillwater Road North. East Jackstone Road to Stillwater River Road North. Countryman Creek Road, Fireman's Point. Also in Stillwater County, they have issued a notice of boil advisory. So you should boil your water due to possible floodwater contamination or drink bottled water. Drinking water being supplied in the affected areas by DES. And they're saying, please avoid these areas. Duh. Highly recommended that the public get their wells tested. Contact the Environmental Health Department at 322-8055 in regards to well test kits and concerns of septics backing up. Just a mess, folks. Just a mess. Well, I would hope, uh, I would hope the governor would come down. He will. And uh, take a look at it. Give them the resources they need. Call out the guard if he needs to call out the guard. Bring in some equipment. Get the roads put back in. Put some culverts in. There's nothing you can do while the storm is raging. There's nothing you can do when a fire rages. You have to wait till it's all over. Um, just like when the tornado hit my shed. I, I can't start fixing it and trying to stop it while the tornado was sucking it out of the ground. While the wind is still blowing. We're not going to do anything today. You, you can't. You can't do it. No. So um, you have to do it ahead of time. You have to do it ahead of time. And, you know, a couple things. I wish I would have saved all the articles where everybody uh, last February was talking about the drought that we had and all the due to climate change. And there was one AH in this area that kept telling people, hey, why don't you let spring happen first? Yeah. Uh, because we can get snow, we can get rain, we can get all kinds of things. Nope, nope. Climate change is what did it. And now here we are with snowpack at a 150% of normal up there. Mm-hmm. Like we have seen time and time again over our 40 years in broadcasting. And you get a one or two inch rain up there on top of that. And voila, you have flooding. Yeah, it's not like they didn't get a foot of rain. No, no, that's the thing. And it's, uh, and once, once again, folks, a lot of this is we're, we're a victim. We're a victim of our own development through the ages because we built all the roads 
and and this started hundreds of years ago. We built all the roads on the easiest route and the lowest elevation point and the flattest elevation point around all of these areas. Yeah. And it it's not it's not our fault. That's just how towns and roads and things were built and settled. And so throughout the years, uh, rather than making adjustments for it, we kept them there. Mm-hmm. Um, before the interstate was built out here along the Yellowstone River, there was a frontage road that connected Billings and Bozeman. And that frontage road is still there. You can still see part of it, and it follows the river. The railroads follow the river, the lowest, flattest points, easiest to go. And they... And that's what happens. Mm-hmm. The towns are all settled near the rivers. Right. Um, and these things happen time and time again. And they're not once-in-a-lifetime floods because they happen numerous times. Right. We're just not around long enough to see them. Mm-hmm. Somebody who lives to be 90 may only see this once, but somebody, if you would live to be 150, you may see it three times. And so what are we going to do? Um do we build do we build the roads do we build the roads up there uh by Nye and Absorky do we just put little culverts in and then pave over the top of them and then when we get the massive floods that's nothing they can wash those out in a heartbeat or or do we uh do we move the road um do we do we put in larger culverts? Do we make sure that the banks of the roads are rock-lined uh, for the next time? Mm-hmm. What are we going to do? Well, we'll probably do it the cheapest and most affordable way we can do it and the quickest way to do it as well. But, and that's fine. Uh, I understand it. But the thing about it is, next time it will take it out again. Mm-hmm. And then we will face the same problem again. And um, and people love their areas, and they don't want those kind of things in their area. They don't want to. They don't want a flood wall, or a they or a levee or a or a dike there along Rock Creek and oh, Red those, Lodge. Those are so ugly. They don't. They don't want them. No, they're not going to allow you to well, put those. And in. this is this is your alternative. I shared the video of uh, you're in a floodplain, a drone flying over Red Lodge. Give you a better idea how bad that is. And then somebody posted a picture. I think it was in an airplane flying along Yankee Jim Can- Canyon into Gardner. Mm-hmm. And just on that video, that road hugs the mountain anyway. Yeah. And there were six spots that I saw that washed out. And how long does it take to build a road like that back? A long time. Yeah. Long time. Unless they do a quick repair job because they want the tourism dollars, and they will probably, and they'll haul in rock and put a few things in there and build, and then six years from now, yeah, it'll flood out again and wash the road out again. Yeah. Uh, so how are you going to do it? How are you going to do it? Can we uh, can we get declared a federal disaster here for those areas? You think we could? Um. Our senators and stuff should be working on that. Instead of anti-gun legislation, they should be working to yeah. help folks here with the flooding. I mean, <coughs> the 
parks closed, so all the hotels in the whole area are going to fill up because everybody came out here to go to the park and they can't go anywhere. So first thing we got to do is we got to shut the rims down <laughs> because all the tourists will want to come out here and, you know, that could be a problem. Mm-hmm. We don't shut the rivers down, though. I saw footage of guys on kayaks. Yeah. We don't shut the rivers down because of danger. Folks, is that the dumbest ass stuff you've ever seen? Mm-hmm. But they shut the rims down on the 4th because of the danger. The potential. Yeah. But they don't shut the rivers down in, in times like this. It puts our rescue workers. What, where do you think our rescue workers in, are in more danger? Trying to get somebody trapped in a raging, flooding river or uh, running a fire hose down over the side of the rim and squirting out a, a juniper bush that caught on fire from a black cat? I'll never understand the rim closure. Yeah, thing. I won't either. I was on 89 uh, about uh, two and a half weeks ago. I went I went right down that road. That's the way I went to Boise. Mm-hmm. And uh, all those curves and things like that. You know, they can move it up further if they wanted to, but that's a major construction project. You know, I mean, well, this, if, this- if you're going to build along, if folks, it's just this simple. If you're going to build along rivers and follow rivers, mm-hmm. they're going to flood. There's, uh, I guess it's a viral video now of the, the water eating away a bank under a house of gardener and the whole house goes in. And it's a big house. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I saw that. And that's what happens. This guy says, yesterday I watched a three-man raft get flipped over in some crazy kayakers. You people should be in jail. Yeah. Because... When you flip the raft over and you put your life in danger, then the rescuers got to come get you, and that puts mm. their lives in danger. Well, they, I'm, I wonder if they supported the pot issue. <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> what a rush. Uh, and it puts everybody in, in danger. But but anyway, you know, the, the, right now your concern was safety and evacuation. But uh, after that, they have to be concerned about cleanup restoration and building better hey why don't they bring joe biden in build back better you know uh there's all kinds of rock up there you know Mm -hmm. they're gonna have to reinforce and and uh those dirt banks up there that you saw folks there hasn't been anything done with those for 50 years. They're just dirt. Right, because we haven't had to. No, they're just dirt and grass. We've had flooding, uh, but this happens. Hundred, it, It's it's my experience over the years that 100-year floods happen about every 25 years. So they ought to call them 25-year floods instead of 100-year floods. Hell, the Yellowstone River flooded here. Oh, gosh, I don't know, about 10 years ago. I mean, it flooded. Hell, it took out Huntley. And I remember the Muscle Shell River a few years ago, folks. You probably forgot that one already. That Muscle Shell River, hell, the busy bee up there was underwater. Mm-hmm. Remember that? I do. 100-year floods that happen every 25 years. Um, so water always wins. It always wins. The thing I worry about the most uh, for the people up there, besides their lives, obviously, you don't want anybody getting hurt. Hope everybody gets back. The thing I worry about the most is 
that a lot of people who live there and live in all of those floodplains, they don't take flood insurance. Right. Most people don't. Especially if they have an older home. They weren't required. They weren't required years ago to take flood insurance. Now you are. Uh, you, you are. If you are anywhere near a flood area, the banks require it. But, um, and if that damage to your home was caused by a flood, you're not going to be covered. Hmm. You're not going to be covered, folks, unless you have flood insurance. You know, when a water pipe breaks in your basement, you're covered. That's different. Right. But if the water runs down the hill, goes in your window of the basement and floods your basement, you're not covered. No. And look at the canyon. Look look at the picture, for instance, Mark, of Highway 89 in that canyon. How do you think that canyon got there? Mm-hmm. Same way the Grand Canyon did. Same way the Grand Canyon got there, folks. Alkali Creek. Look at Alkali Creek up there. You know, rolls through that bottom. All those homes down there in Alkali Creek. How do you think that got there? Uh, and we, d- we don't know how many times... We don't know how many times that's flooded over the last thousand years. We don't know. And it could be, it could be 50 times that it's flooded over the last 1,000 years. Like I said, these 100-year floods seem to come every 25 years. Mm-hmm. They just call them that. So, 1996, we set records for snow in the area in 1996. 1996, and we had flooding because we had record amounts of snow, and then we had our spring rains in 1996. I remember it. That was only 26 years ago. Remember the uh, remember the record amounts of snow and water that we had in 1978 and 79, and it flooded all the roads out there along Highway 3, out there by Comanche and and all out in that area that thing was nothing but a lake the water was up going over the highway and and guess what in 1996 we got more snow than 78 79 it happens again these hundred year floods happen every 25 years they're not hundred year floods they just tell you hundred years because when they happen in 25 they want to tell you that it's because of what we're doing to our environment yeah and that's not the case at all we didn't we didn't do anything. We didn't do anything to make it snow and rain up there. No. It's been going on for centuries. It wasn't our fault. And um so I feel sorry for everybody up there and you know and when especially when when you build right on the river bank. When you build on the river bank or you build, uh, we see the same thing with fires. People go up into the hills and in the mountains and the bull mountains and places, and they build their homes right in the middle of the thick of the forest because they want to be there. Mm-hmm. And that's their choice, and they have the right to do it. And sometimes you can't, uh, you get a fire that's going to go through there like it has been for centuries upon centuries, centuries burning out and go and and we lose homes um and it's it's sad but uh you just it just it just happens and uh you feel sorry for them this isn't the first time that uh that rock creek has gone over its banks and flooded red lodge it just isn't 
A freshly hand-cut steak and made-from-scratch pizza is what you'll find at the Blue Cat Bar and Grill in Huntley. They've got the best roasted chicken, amazing burgers, and the best prime rib deal in the county. Breakfast, lunch, or dinner, they have the freshest, best meal deal going. You've got to try their loaded Bloody Mary, made with your choice of vodka, bacon, cheese, olives, pepperoncinis, a pickle spear, and topped off with a beef stick and shrimp. For great service, generous portions, and a full-service bar and casino, head to the Blue Cat Bar and Grill in Huntley. Make sure to like them on Facebook. And uh, and down downstream, it, and it won't be the last either. Uh, so next time, how how well do we prepare from the last flood to this one? Mm-hmm. And then how are we going to prepare from this flood to the next one? Just like you did with your barn. Same thing. That sucker is not coming up in the next hurricane, nope. tornado, earthquake. No, nope, it isn't. It isn't. And um, they got a little break, though. You know, I had 40 degrees when I came in this morning. 40. Eight degrees above freezing, folks, on June, what is today, the 14th. Flag day today. Today's flag day. And uh, so if it was 40 at my house, that means up in the mountains it was probably 30. Uh, So that'll slow down the melt, which is good. Now, the melt's going to increase as we get towards the end of the week because we're going to be in the upper 90s. But the rain, uh, the runoff from the rain, will probably have already ran. Yeah. Um, so then they'll have to deal with snow runoff instead of rain runoff with snow runoff. And all these dams and reservoirs, as we said yesterday, around Montana, they should all be filling. They should be filling those to the top. Uh, somebody posted a picture of Cooney's full. Yeah, probably going over the spillway now. No, no it, it wasn't when they posted the picture. Oh, wasn't it? No. Oh, well, see, fill that sucker up. Um, You said the Missouri was running pretty good when you were up in Great Falls. They ought to be filling Canyon Ferry, mm-hmm. all of those, all along there. Fill them all up. Fort Peck. Look at, uh, let me give you, for instance, folks, on these 100-year floods. Let me give you another example, Okay. Uh, remember a dozen years ago when the Red River flooded in Fargo? Remember that? The Red River flooded like crazy over there in record proportions. Flooded from Fargo all the way up to Grand Forks. It was flooding so much. Guess what they had again this year? They had record snow and stuff out there. They had flooded. The Red River flooded again out there in just a, a just a dozen years from the last time they had a major flood out there and uh and they're flat up there i mean you you spill a gallon of water in fargo and it doesn't stop till it gets to bismarck and grand forks it's flat so two weeks ago uh water was running over the spillway at cooney two weeks ago mm. well yeah Remember Memorial Day? Mm-hmm. Everybody was up there, had to leave their campers because of the this snow. Is, this is the year you would have taken your family camping. Yeah, two, probably. Two weeks ago, you'd have left your trailer up there in the snow. Mm-hmm. And then this weekend, if you can get out of there, you can't go to the park. Mm-hmm. So, And everybody flying in from Czechoslovakia and stuff that wanted to see Yellowstone Park, been planning this trip their whole life. They're, they're, uh, they're out of luck. You know, they're out of luck. Yeah. Fortunately, we have new bathrooms and a restaurant at the airport. <laughs> well, you'll be spending extra time because yeah. you got nowhere to go. 
I'll say one thing now with social media. Disasters are much more documented than they used to be. And I was telling Paul, I can't see a story from either one of our news stations on TV here that sent anybody up there. They're just piggybacking off everybody's video and pictures, which, A, you don't have the people, and B, these videos and pictures are as good as your guy would get anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm looking at that picture of uh, of 89 there, and uh, you you can look at the aerial photography of that picture and and somebody who works for county emergency and disaster services would look at that and they would say that road is going to be washed out someday yeah it's way too low it's way too close to the river and all we need is some big runoff and it's going to wipe that road out mm-hmm you can just look at it and you can see it. I mean, it's right there, right along the river. Uh, you know, there's uh, there's a road in Colorado. I watched a, a special on it one night on some of these engineering feats. And st- they're in, uh, in Glen Canyon in Colorado. You've probably been on the highway. Um, but, you know, they didn't want they didn't want that highway to follow the river down there because they didn't want to obstruct the view of the river. That's a very Colorado design. Yeah, so they moved it up. Uh, they moved it up a long way up in that area through Glen Canyon. And uh, probably, probably, you can't, you don't say never, but probably not floodable uh, because of where they put it. But but this one, you, you look at this picture, uh, I mean, it's just... Uh, you know, water goes up two, three feet, and you're you're flooding the highway. You're flooding it, washing out those riverbanks. So there's going to be some major, uh, major thinking and major engineering work needed uh, to get all these repairs completed, or, or, or this. You'll have county guys go in there and say, how can we quickly get this road repaired to get traffic restored? Right. And they'll go in and they'll use fill dirt and they'll use some big rock to shore up the riverbank and uh, probably put in some culverts. Culverts are way easier to put in than bridges. And faster. And faster. Um, compact cement the edges, that kind of stuff, and uh, get the road fixed, and life resumes, and we wait for uh, the next one to come in another 25 years, and then we'll we'll deal with it then. So um, that's for communities, county people, other experts to decide. Uh, not me, because, you know, folks, Phoebe says I'm just a radio announcer, so <laughs> that's too bad. You yeah, so, so I'm not. More. I'm not going to make any decisions, but uh, I'm just, you know, bringing things up that people would would have to think about. So here's what I'm thinking. So you have, say you buy, say you buy some land up there by the Stillwater River, and. Uh, you buy you buy an acre of land right there along the river, and the river comes around the bend and it washes it all out, 
and it takes your acre of land. Do you still pay property taxes on that <laughs> acre of land that's not there anymore? <laughs> that's now river? <laughs> yeah, that's now river. I don't know how that works. The land is no longer there. Or do you charge God? Hmm. Uh, don't know. I'm sure we have. Uh, but, you know, if we can get federal help, you can get federal help and federal funds uh, from FEMA. Uh, to help out with things like that, you know, that would help. So You would think for an I mean, event of this size. Yeah, I, you would think the governor would have requested that by now. Um, but, you know, once again, keep in mind, Montana only has three electoral votes. Yeah, and, uh, and that's a factor. And uh, stuff like that. And, and, you know, I know people think, are you kidding me, Paul? No, that, I'm not. That's that's how a lot of this stuff works. That's the reality of how, how, you know, how it works. Boy, if, we, you know, if you can send a lot of money into Philadelphia, places like that, you do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is Montana. <laughs> Looks like they're going to have two, two conservative representatives there. They've got, you know, want, uh, so, all right, we'll send them a little, we'll send them a little gravy, but... Um, where could our money be better spent, which is sad. But, and, you know, you look, here's another thing. You look at the population. Look at the amount of people affected in Nye and, you know, yeah. places like that versus... Uh, Louisiana's population is 4.6 million people. Exactly. And that's why they got all the FEMA trailers and all the help. Mm-hmm. All that kind of stuff. A lot of minorities there. Uh, they want their votes. It's it's sad. It shouldn't work that way, but you know, you folks know it does. So, but we just uh, we have to ride it out, and we have to just wait uh, until Mother Nature decides to calm down a little bit. And then we can start assessing. Then we can start cleanup. Then we can start rebuilding right away. And uh, that's what you have to start planning for right now in your head. Uh, what 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 are you going to do, and and what can we do, and um, things like roads and bridges? Those are out of your control. I mean, you can't you can't do anything about that. You know, ranchers they they deal with this kind of crap all the time. Uh, not this magnitude, but still, major major snowstorms and blizzards that will wipe out half their calf crop. Yeah fires that destroy um all of their grazing land and uh things like that i mean but since it affects fewer people but um we've we've been here before we've seen it before and uh it's not going to be the last time it happens either it will happen again just like i don't know how many time the busy bee has been underwater but it has been underwater a lot in the last 50 years up there. Right. And they just keep rebuilding. And they just keep, you when, know. When right behind them, they got a cliff that's, you know, yep. 100 feet higher. Yep, yep. <laughs> they don't care. But, you know, people live there, business there. They, they clean it up and they, they go again. Western wildfires forced evacuations in Arizona as crews deal with more hot, windy, and dry conditions in Arizona and California. <laughs> Did, was there any footage of the massive flooding in South Central Montana? <laughs> but so it's hot in the desert in the summertime. Huh? Uh-huh. Wow, those yeah. poor people. Hot and windy, dry out there. Um, 
Always has been, always will be. Does a fire does a fire spread more quickly when it's 111 versus 106? No. And these fires are being set. Yeah. Yeah, for years it was power lines in California. Yeah. And now we're admitting and catching yeah, people, people that have set them. They're setting them. They're being set or they're human caused. So that's not because the weather's not starting them. The people are. And why are there more fires? There's more people. More people, more accidents, more setting of fires. That's pretty easy to figure out. I'd rather have fire than flood. Um, You know, if I had to pick, I mean. Yeah, but you're used. You'll have both. Yeah, you know, (laughs) exactly. But, um, you know, and people are, are asking for prayers. Prayers won't do you as much good as a skid steer loader back over sandbags. Yeah. Um, because before that, we were all praying for moisture, and we got it. Um, you know, you just want everybody to stay safe and use their head and stay out of the water. Uh, that's And stay away from it. Uh, that's, that's what you have to do. You, you got to stay away from it. I see all these people walking along those river banks and, you know, great. You know, you people, is that smart? No. Is that really smart? Well, I can be a Facebook star if I get this on there. And for some, that's all that matters. And uh, I can get video and, okay, great. Well, what are you going to do if you're sitting there in a boulder above you that was loosened from all the rain comes tumbling down? crushes your car or you then what you know don't put yourself in that situation we talked about it yesterday the tornado hit the heights folks you couldn't drive up there there were so many people driving around up there in the heights after the tornado Mm -hmm. curiosity killed the cat that's how you trap bobcats you know you use that saying and uh but you know we have uh we have the equipment and stuff that the where we can get things up and running pretty good and, and can mobilize. And, and, uh, you know, if, if he would call out you know, that the governor can call out the guard for mm-hmm. any emergency, if he wants to, uh, he could call them in help. Uh, Kelly sent me a thing says the governor did call in a couple of national guard helicopters. There you go. I don't know how much dirt they can move and how much digging they can do, but they can search. Yeah. That's what they're doing. Uh, search people out of trapped areas, that kind of stuff. Right. Cause safety is first. Yeah. You got to get them. You got to get them out of there first. I saw that picture of those guys moving those people out of the campground on a raft. I'm not so sure I would raft out. I think I would just hike up higher and wait. <laughs> um, but you know, that's the way. <coughs> Well, I feel bad in a lot of these pictures because I haven't been to a lot of these places. I've been up on the road to the mine, but I've never gone all the way up to the mine. Yeah. And here's, you know, and people posting pictures. Here's Fireman's Point, and here's Woodbine Falls. Yeah. And there's a bunch of places up there I've just never gotten to. You can ask a deer or elk hunter where anything is, and they'll tell you. True. They'll know. Um, and the mine, now the mine has a, they have the equipment and capability to get that road back up in no time yeah hey you're digging some dirt out anyway Mm -hmm. but it all depends it all depends mark 
And you folks know how this works. When you're looking for the perfect location to host your special event, your first choice should be the Roadside Event Center. They offer a rustic and charming atmosphere and are an exceptional choice for weddings, reunions, graduation parties, anniversaries, and corporate events. Whether it's a cozy indoor party or an outdoor event, the Roadside Event Center can accommodate and they have a covered patio and a fully stocked bar. Check out Huntley's premier event center at RoadsideEventCenter.com. That's R-H-O-A-D, RoadsideEventCenter.com. Excuse me. I'm in charge of this, okay? And this is the way that, uh, you know, I went to college, Uh and I'm going to be in charge of the architecture and the engineering of this. We have to make sure that it matches, blends in with the color of the landscape and the trees and we have to do an environmental impact statement first to see if there's any moles in the area that were washed out we're going to have to create some uh burrows for those animals that have lost i mean that's the kind of red tape that you get in these kind of situations yeah excuse me before you put that culvert in to get your people moving back, we we have to we have to do a load restriction study for mm-hmm. semis that are crossing. It's and, like it's like during the pandemic when Trump lifted the sanctions on truckers' hours. Right. Sometimes you just don't worry about that crap. That's right. Let's get let's get the road fixed. That's right. Uh, but you know that's that'll be that'll be what happens. You can talk to any volunteer fire department, any one of them. And they'll tell you that they could have had the fire out three days ago if a stage one fire director from the federal government didn't fly in and started overseeing the project and laying out one week long plans. The first thing they do, where are we going to set up the soup kitchen? Right. You know, we need public toilets in here that, you know, they start dealing with all that. By that time, the fire, the local firefighters, they would have had it out. Mm hmm. Um, and that's the kind of problems and red tape they're going to run in with stuff like this. Well, everybody's making money. This summer, I drove yeah. school bus to haul firefighters. I got into some mountain in western Montana, and my guys didn't even go out. The guys that rode on my bus, but I stayed there for five days and played pinochle. There's enough loader tractors and stuff up in those areas. Those guys could fill all those holes in and uh, compact fi- it. And- the fire up by Roundup several years ago, Lemon had a road grader and they wouldn't let him use it to cut a fire line around the, the fire yeah no that's not what we do now you can do it on your own property um you know and they can't keep you off right. your own property but but still oh, it um there's this poor guy you know who's having a worse week than all the other people who this this gal posted i am one stressed bride Flood happening all around me, triple digits Friday, wedding on Saturday, and the venue sits on the banks of the Yellowstone. <laughs> that groom's having a bad week. <laughs> there, sweetheart, there's a courthouse. Uh-huh. You can get married there. But it's my special day. I know. You can re, you can re, you, you know, you can postpone it. Mm-hmm. Um, Do you know how much of Montana is dry? Yeah. <laughs> you can, uh. You can have another day. I know that things are. I just. I just know. But um, some things are just. Uh, just more important. People's lives are. So it'll probably. Uh, the water will probably start slowing down. Probably by uh, later on tonight and uh, tomorrow. And then, uh, as the rain, the saturation from the rain rushes by. But then, with the ninety-seven degrees, uh, the snow melt is going to pick up. 
And uh, so that's going to cause a problem. So going to be kind of probably, I'm just, I'm once again, I'm not an expert, but I would imagine there's going to be two, two runs here. Yeah. Uh, this initial run with the rain and snow melt mixed. And then after that, then you're going to have the run from the snow melt uh, for two days when it hits 97, 96 degrees. Because that melts snow in a hurry. Anybody that's ever been to Montana Fair on a 90 degree day that has a snow cone, you know how you know how quickly that goes from shaved ice to to grape water <laughs> in one of those paper things uh-huh. pretty quick yep. and uh that's what happens up there and the yellowstone river I, I was reading this morning we're still pretty good shape here in the yellowstone river yeah it's high it's running bank full but um they it can get uh they said it can get to about 14 7 here uh before it really starts causing um any major problems and folks there's another one for you the Yellowstone River. Um, a couple things come to mind. Number one, we had a raging flood 10 years ago at the Yellowstone River. And it washed it washed the, the silt settlement and bedrock and stuff at the bottom of the river route and damaged the oil pipeline. That's right. But that was the refinery's fault. <laughs> Remember that? I do. So they had to put in billions of dollars. Uh-huh. Um, and, and what have we done along our river banks and along our edges to prepare for the next one? Well, not much because you're not allowed to right. on the Yellowstone. That's a, that's an untamed river, right? You're not allowed to do that. So when it rages and floods again, you get, you get the same thing. Uh, you get the same thing town of Huntley down there they're vulnerable that could flood uh your your uh that place you eat down there mark you know that that could that could be underwater again who knows mm-hmm. you know i mean it just uh it just happens so but the last thing they need is a bunch of onlookers up there just getting in the way causing mm-hmm. traffic jams you know that's more vehicles to right. deal with uh that's the last thing they need up there um get people in and out of there it's funny there's there's no problems like at big timber in uh livingston you know you haven't heard any about any problems there oh uh, it's coming over the levee at livingston i saw a picture is it but not bad yeah yeah it's not too bad up in there yet so just downstream a little further mm-hmm. uh where they caught that rain yeah uh, they caught that two three inches of rain up in the hills well Here. Here's a good point. When this is all done, we will badly need plumbers, electricians, carpenters, contractors to help Red Red Lodge rebuild. And the bad part is everybody's booked. Everybody's busy already. Yeah. I would offer my tools, but you don't want me working on your stuff. But his tools are nice. (laughs) Brand new, shiny shiny tools, man. (laughs) Yep. You got something I can hammer? (laughs) (laughs) Folks. That's the album version, and someday when I'm king, all radio stations will play nothing but album versions. No radio edits. Get that down to 305 so we can play it. And that was the number one song on this date in 75. Uh, Got a picture. Water is coming over the road. I can't, I don't know where this is exactly in Big Timber, 
but the water's high there too. Mm-hmm. Coming into Big Timber from Harlow, right before the bridge. Heard you guys say you hadn't heard anything about Big Timber, so there you go. Big bright full moon this morning. I showed Paul. I tried to get a picture driving in because it was right over the, right over the city coming in on three twelve, but. I'm starting to look more and more like my mother taking pictures every day. <laughs> well, that's okay, Mark. You're not alone. You know what I can't do anymore? Huh? Order pizza. How <laughs> come? I can't order pizza. I can't. I had to come in and get some fuses because you know I was having trouble with my lights, and uh, I thought, well, hell, might as well pick up some pizza and take it home. And uh, and I tried calling Godfather's, and I remembered, oh hell, they're closed on Monday, so I can't. I can't get that. So I thought, okay, well, I'll call I'll call Papa John's. And so I, I call them and they go through this whole litany of stuff on their menu about push three or push two. Would would you like to order push three? Are you using that push four? And I went through about seven of them and I said, piss on that. <laughs> I so I hung up on that one. And uh so I I said, Hey, uh I, I talked to what's her name on the phone there to get uh, the Domino's thing, and and that was loading by app. And I thought I can't even eat damn pizza anymore. You know what? Uh, I can't even eat pizza anymore. It's been a couple of years since I've ordered pizza on the on the websites uh, on the internet because you can do it that way. But one of them that I ordered from, it took I, longer, didn't it? And it took two and a half hours to get my pizza. That's why I go to Rara's. A, it's the closest restaurant to my house. B, they're nice people. And C, great pizza. Plus, they know Mark now, and he just calls up. They see his number, and they automatically order it. Double pepperoni, double sausage. Are you getting wings this time? Because yeah, you so don't always. <laughs> I, I, can't, I can't even order pizza anymore. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. The Breakfast Flakes podcast brought to you by the Blue Cat Bar and Grill. Next to the Roadside Events Center in Huntley. The Blue Cat, it's where it's at.